fuel. Fantabulous. It is absolutely fantastic to have you with us. Uh, everybody out there in LCMSU Nation and KFUO land, uh, having a pastor, I mean, having a, not pastor, but program director Bates on today to talk a little <laughs> bit about the student union and reflect on things now that we have been on the air for one entire year. I Happy birthday. Ha- thank you very much. Uh, uh, the birthday, some people would say the birthday now matches my maturity level. <laughs> but uh, anyways, great to have you with us, and thanks for joining us. I know that you are super busy. Um, Andy is the host of Faith and Family. His time, mostly morning shows at KFUO, serves as a program director. Tell us, I know Andy, we're getting close to my bedtime here. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, uh, tell our listeners uh a little bit about your background. Where do you hail from? Who you are? Um, you know, how long have you been in this position? Give us a little bit of background. <laughs> Where do I hail from? <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. I uh, I'm originally from Missouri and uh, came back to Missouri uh, a few years ago, almost, uh, but almost nine years ago, uh, and it was because of a, uh, a pretty girl. And uh, <laughs> happens every time. <laughs> um, I am a director of Christian education. I attended Concordia University in Chicago, Concordia University of River Forest at the time, now Concordia University Chicago. Yes, that's right. And uh, I, I attended community college here in Missouri, actually, for two years before I went to Concordia University. And I started working in uh, in radio, in broadcast, in small market uh, stations here in Missouri, small and mid-market stations here in Missouri while I was an undergraduate student. And then I went to Concordia University, found out about the DCE program, and uh, studied communication and theater at Concordia University, and uh, and also then uh, enrolled in the uh, Director of Christian Education program and got into the certificate program while I was completing my bachelor's degree, and then went on for a Master of Arts in Religion as well uh, while I was working in my Director of Christian Education certificate. So... I have this background in communications and theater and working in radio. Uh, I worked at, uh, what, three or three different stations, I think, while I was an undergraduate and helped lay the foundation for the campus station uh, at Concordia University, WCGR. Um, I I never got to work for WCGR, but uh, helped start with some of the foundational ideas um, for uh, getting that started while I was a student there. But I think it was another year or two after I left, maybe a couple of years after I left, um, when once I got that started. But I'm glad to hear that they have a campus station working and uh, on campus now. And, and so uh, I served in camp ministry and parish ministry for a while, and then I married 
uh, a, a fellow DCE, Lauren, and uh, that same beautiful served, girl. That's right. Okay, that's right. Excellent. Uh, Just Lauren glad we're keep it, keeping it uh, monogamous here. <laughs> <laughs> and a, I married. This is a family uh, program. I'm going to report right. you to my program director <laughs> if you uh, get out of control here. <laughs> and, and much to the, the you know, much to the. Um, well, our, our DCE directors, when we were in the DCE programs, quite often encouraged us not to marry fellow DCEs because it's kind of challenging as a DCE to uh, to be married to a fellow DCE because, one, it's unlikely that two DCEs would be assigned to the same congregation, receive calls to the same congregation or the same ministry. It doesn't sure. happen that often. Uh, so our DCE directors, you know, discourage that. But, um, but uh, well... The, the Lord still allowed for us to uh, to be married, and I'm thankful for that. She's a wonderful wife and, and mother, and uh, DCE does a great job with uh, children's ministry and education and uh, all kinds of administrative responsibilities at our congregation at uh, St. Mark's in Eureka, Missouri. And, uh, and Does then, this pretty uh, girl have a name? Yes, Lauren. I, I shared that a little bit ago. Yeah, Lauren. Oh, did you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And you have, so, and she is also a terrific mother. Yes. Tell us about your little one. We, uh, about almost three years ago, now the Lord uh, blessed us with a child. His name is Oscar, and he is just, uh, well, he's a bundle of joy. He's got a lot of energy. Um, he, I think he has my tenacity, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a chance to meet Oscar. Oscar is awesome, and you're a wonderful family. And uh, now you've been with KFU how many years now? Three years. Okay. So about the same time, pretty close, uh, a few months before Oscar was born. Wow. So he is a radio baby. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every Not, once in a while, I'll get out the microphone at home and record him, too. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll get to hear him on the radio every once in a while. Well, that is awesome. Noah, well, we're all glad that you are in the position you are in. I've um, I've known known you for, I don't know. 12, 14 years, something like that. And uh, in fact, for those of you in LCMSU Nation out there, uh, Pastor Bates, I, I keep calling you Pastor. Why do I keep doing that? Uh, Deacon Bates, I guess it's because I've had a couple of pastors on recently. But uh, but uh, Andy was uh, on our uh, campus ministry think tank that kind of gave birth to uh, many of the things that we're doing with LCMSU and with their community college experience. You had worked at a local community college at Merrimack Community yeah. College before heading over to the IC, and uh, you've always been a big supporter of campus ministry in general, and you obviously have a voice for radio. <laughs> not a face for it. And, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I, I do have a face for radio, not for TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was working in higher education uh, for about five years after, um, for a few years after my wife and I married. Like I said, DCEs rarely end up with a call to the same congregation, so... Uh, my wife was uh, serving in her congregation here in Missouri. I was serving a congregation in Texas. We had to decide who was going to do something different for a while. And, and so uh, I took that uh, opportunity and came here to Missouri uh, when we married. And so I worked in higher education for about five years. Um, ironically, uh, one of the campuses I served was uh, less than a mile from, uh, it's probably about a mile from the International Center. And that was when I was invited, uh, during that time I was invited to serve on that think tank. Uh, it was probably about two years before I came to KFUO that I served on that think tank and uh, shared uh, in that team and helping brainstorm about uh, campus ministry. And, well, 
that was right around the time of the launch of LCMSU as well. Wasn't and it? here you are, program director at KFUO, and now you <laughs> have have someone like me that you have you guys have uh, seen fit, and either your wisdom or to your regret, allowing me to uh, to uh, to um, kind of kind of uh, be on the airwaves clogging things up for college students and uh, I think I think LCMSU and Student Union are, are great uh, resources for our students I think you're doing a fantastic job Pastor Zill and, and I think you really Excuse live me, up it's to Chancellor Zill Chancellor Zill I'm a- sorry. actually if uh, my boss Bart Day is listening he's probably throwing something <laughs> at his radio but the computer but I think you know you, you know the, the, the tagline for LCMSU is college is tough you need Jesus will help and that's exactly what this program is all about offering support for our college students talking with our college students and those who are involved in campus ministry uh, so that uh, they know that one that they're they're loved and supported but two offering them uh, the very word of God providing for them the very word of God that they need to hear in so many ways through their campus ministries well I greatly appreciate that uh um, it's hard to believe it's been a year, um, and uh, it is thoroughly enjoyable to do, and I want to thank KFUO for all of its support, your support, um, uh, you know, everybody at KFUO, a lot of your staff. Uh, I mean, there's so many people that actually make KFUO work. If we could backtrack just, just a little bit, but tell everybody, not all of our student listeners especially, maybe understand a little bit about the history of KFUO. Can you tell us just, a, just in a minute or two a little bit of the history of KFUO and how we got to this day? Sure, 1924. Uh, some of the the there were uh, laymen as well as um, faculty at Concordia Seminary, others who were involved, who helped launch uh, broadcast ministry of KFUO here in St. Louis at Concordia Seminary, which at the time was down um, in the city rather than out in Clayton, uh, and then it moved years later to Clayton. So the so KFUO is over 90 years old, over 91 years old now. Um, in in the uh, this broadcast ministry and started as an AM station here in St. Louis and then in years uh, not too far in the past went to live streaming on the internet as well as adding podcasts uh, on our website kfuo.org and on iTunes and so uh, now you can listen just about anyway on a mobile device on a computer on uh, through iTunes and obviously on AM 850 here in St. Louis Missouri where I'm sitting right now. And for those of you that are listening, uh, Andy just told me, did you not, that uh, we're getting close to having this thing podcasted through iTunes, hopefully fairly soon? I believe as this broadcast, it should be on iTunes, assuming that the interwebs and those who (laughs) control the interwebs uh, do not prevent it from being available on right. iTunes. So we are working, working. we are working on that. I get asked that question quite a bit. So I have to give credit to our newest producer, Sarah Gulseth, uh, also an alumni from Concordia University Chicago, wow. who's been working diligently on our social media and cranking out all kinds of fun LCMSU stuff. Uh, and uh, helping us get I, uh, Student Union on iTunes as well. She is, uh, for those of you that don't know Sarah, we got to give a shout-out to Sarah. Sarah is just a, is she, she, is, she is a tornado of energy, is she not? She is. She is. She's doing a fantastic job. She manages our social media and our audio archives on kfuo.org, which also sends archives, our audio podcast to iTunes as well. 
And so getting back to the history a little bit, it was what, two, three years ago that uh, KFUO moved from Concordia Seminary over to the IC? It was. It was uh, close to that. It was actually right around the presentation of the Augsburg Confession. I want to say it was June 24th um, or 25th, right around there, that uh, the new studios were dedicated in 2013 here at the International Center. And I joined the staff about a week later as host of Faith and Family and then... uh, and, and not too long ago became a director of programming, uh, the same time that our new executive director, Gary Duncan, was appointed for that position. And how many people are on staff at KFU? I mean, what does it take to put on? I mean, you have all this programming all over the place, and if you want to, you can go to kfuam.org and see the, the long list of, what, 18 to 20 different types of programs, including this one and the ones that you do that are much more professional than this one, I have to say, <laughs> and a much we better have... sounding voice. But, uh, but how many people does it take to put all this together? Depending on when you're listening to this, it may be 10 or 11, somewhere around there. Uh, we have uh, full-time and part-time staff, and uh, we're in the process of bringing on more staff, uh, more talent here at KFUO, and very grateful that the, the Lord provides. And then you have all sorts of others that you, in essence, uh, work with in the building, like uh, uh, Director of Worship and IC Chaplain, uh, uh, Reverend Will Whedon, myself, others that, that kind of do programs in conjunction mm-hmm. with you, right? Absolutely. We're very grateful for our partnership with the Office of National Mission here at the LCMS International Center. As you pointed out, Chaplain Whedon uh, is host of Thy Strong Word, an outstanding Bible study every weekday here on Worldwide KFUO. If you haven't listened to Thy Strong Word, um, it's a real meaty Bible study. And meaty, I mean, uh, really digging into the text. He does a, a fine job of helping us dig into the text and, and really uh, root out what the text is all about. So. Uh, yeah, it is listen a, to Thy Strong Word, do it. It is absolutely a wonderful program. And, uh, hey, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, we live in this, uh, in a visual age. Yes, sir. Uh, 24-7 cable news. Um, I mean, I remember growing up, I'm 49. I'm a little bit older than you by, what, eight, nine years or something. But, I mean, when... <laughs> two or three years. Yes, two. <laughs> but as we're getting older... Yeah, you go back. I remember in high school and college, I didn't have access. I mean, it was like, woohoo! You know, you had HBO, you had MTV. That was the big thing. And now you go and you you, you go through your channel guide on your cable, and it's like there's there's like three hundred channels, and most of which you'll never even look at. Um, Ever expanding film industry of Netflix doing their own program. I mean, it's just amazing how saturated between within this visual world that we are with from Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram and it goes on and on and on. And yet, how is radio in general? Um, how is it making its way through through this visual age that we're in? Is it doing all right? Is there a place for for audio in a visual age? I think so, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, here at KFUO, we're always uh, looking at what is the, the current technology, what is the, the next thing, and is it going to be useful for uh, proclaiming the gospel? And so we look at that. You know, Fortunately, some of our, thanks be to God, um, some of our predecessors had the foresight to recognize uh, the, the possibility of streaming on the Internet and podcasting, and making use of those so that those are being put to use now, uh, developing an app so that we can stream right through an app on your 
uh, smartphone on your iOS device. Uh, but also, you know, you know, I, 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 we could go back to what the the eighties or the nineties video killed the radio star, but not necessarily true. Radio is is alive and well. Audio uh, podcasts are alive and well, and I think that part of that is due to the fact that um, audio makes you smarter than video. <laughs> We would think that having multiple, you know, having both video and audio, watching a video and, and, and listening to it, uh, that, that, would, uh, that you would retain more. But it, it, uh, it seems that, uh, looking at some research, that we actually learn more when we listen to something rather than watching a video. Isn't that interesting? No, I, I believe it. And I think it's because it requires us to engage just a little bit more and use the imagination to create a you know a, a, an image in our mind as we're listening. Oh, and people uh, find that, that out that, even when they when they read a book in kind of the same way. It's a different medium, but you read a book mm-hmm. and you have to engage that imagination too. Whereas when you're staring at a screen, it's just kind of like you're you're zoning out and almost forget what you're doing. So the smart people listen to radio, listen to podcasts. I'm not saying that you're not smart if you watch videos. Videos are great, too, but we, we tend to remember more and retain more uh, when we listen. But we also have this sense, do we not, that, uh, you know, we hear that, uh, you know, from the scriptures that faith comes um, from the word of God. Uh, we have a God has seen fit not just to give us the word. You know, God, interestingly, didn't send his word to us um, in the midst of a video age, but of, in an oral age. And, uh, and so faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. We are people of the ear. And uh, in many ways, uh, I've often said that, uh, um, you know, my contention is always, I'd like to get your reaction to this, is that uh, when I talk to young people with my experience in campus ministry, they don't want, um, they don't necessarily want PowerPoint and all this. They're almost kind of tired of the visual stuff. They're just like, would, would we have, could you please just talk to us? We'd like to to engage conversationally. And I, I actually think that our young people realize that they need a place for actual conversation. And I almost wonder if it's become almost countercultural in a positive sense for radio um, because it helps people to step out of that visual box and engage their imagination and their conversation once again. Would you agree? Sure. I think that, uh, that this is a great platform for conversation. I think you have a very conversational program, and the fact that you engage students in these conversations is, uh, it is certainly a, a great way to approach it. Well, you know, one of my hopes is, uh, I, I guess I just, I, I've gotten to a point um, when I ponder these things that uh, when I think about campus ministry, when I think about college students and I think about the things over my almost 20 years of total experience going back to Vicarage of what young people have told me that they need the most is that they don't need, I mean, video is great, um, but that's icing on the cake. What they, what they really need is they need someone to talk to. They need someone that uh, they can engage with. They need, they, they need to hear the word of God. In fact, uh, I've often thought that, uh, um, that perhaps we can maybe with this program even inspire uh, young whippersnappers like you were back in the day at Concordia, then River Forest, now Chicago, uh, helping to kind of uh, get a local campus uh, radio program uh, going. Um, and so I want to ask you about that just a little bit. Um, 
you know, I've always told people that we're always about needing to, re- you know, someday you're not going to be the program director at KFUO. I hope it's not for another 30 years or whatever it is. Um, I'm not always going to be the, the chancellor of, of LCMSU. <laughs> um, and so we're always engaging in uh, handing over the faith and, and engaging, a, building kind of a farm system, if you will. What kind of thoughts do you have on what we could do to kind of inspire young people to want to go and do likewise like you tried to do back in college and, and get into this realm of podcasting? Well, I think if someone wants to, uh, to give it a try, I certainly encourage them to do that, to check it out, find out what uh, uh, what's going on on their campus, maybe create their own program and see if there's a venue for it to be shared uh, through their campus as well. Their campus might have a campus radio station where their podcast could be shared, but just placing it out there on the web as well and then sharing it on social media. And if it's you know, sharing a soundbite on social media is one way to get that, that word out about your your podcast instead of sharing the whole program, but sharing a soundbite. Um, and then if people think it's worthy, then they'll share it. They'll pass it on. You know, uh, most of our state universities have some sort of a <clears throat> some sort of a uh, local uh, public radio campus, public radio system. And I, I, it just dawned on me that perhaps we haven't engaged that enough. Uh, a lot of them have public access I wouldn't be surprised if some of our uh, state universities allow people to kind of develop stuff precisely for that purpose. And while you maybe could not get on and, and do something blatantly Lutheran, um, what if you could do a, a show on some sort of apologetics issues or issues related to, you know, topics uh, related to the faith that uh, even those who don't believe might be, who are seeking, might be interested in it? Absolutely. And you don't, as, as a host of a program, you don't have to claim that you know everything about that topic. That's what your guests are for. <laughs> that explains why you allowed me to do that. <laughs> I keep telling people, I, uh, in fact, my, my boss, Bart Day, would say, hey, he, that, that's a reason why we, did, we, had a, we didn't have a problem with having Zilby in his position to begin with, because he doesn't know what he's doing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we're always learning and growing, and, and really the expertise is out there in the field. And in reality, we're just kind of pooling it together, are we not? Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Well, we're just kind of, I mean, what we're, what we are doing when we are putting on these programs is, is really, we're just engaging those that are the experts and bringing them in and pulling the resources that the church has so that people can be drawn in to listen to them and interact with them. Absolutely. You're giving away all my secrets. There you go. Well, I've <laughs> lear- I'm learning from the best. <laughs> and something else that might be of interest to our students uh, is that KFUO offers internships. Uh, they're they're unpaid internships, but if you're interested in, in an internship in communications or marketing uh, or or broadcasting, broadcast journalism, uh, we'd be glad to to give you an opportunity uh, to to find out more about broadcasting or marketing through uh, an experience, a hands-on experience here at KFUO. The easiest way to find out about that, email me Andrew Bates at KFUO.org. How, how many of these internships do you have? Is it a sporadic thing? Because I guarantee um, you that the students listening are, ooh, internships. Yeah, you know, a lot of students consider doing them during the summer. Maybe they're uh, free during the summer. They could come back and spend, uh, you know, come to the St. Louis area and spend uh, two months here in the St. Louis area, maybe 10 weeks, something like that, here in the St. Louis area and uh, do an internship with us. Um, and and it's a great opportunity to learn about radio, It's to learn about podcasting, to learn about marketing, 
KFUO is unique. There's no other station like us in the country because we're a broadcast ministry at the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. So you get to learn uh, a, a little bit about everything in the, the broadcasting uh, industry, but it's it, it's also very unique in that um, nobody else does what we do uh, in the same way that we do it here at KFUO. So obviously yeah. it'd be a great gig for someone who uh, is maybe from the St. Louis area? Because you said they're, sure. not, they're not paid positions, right? Correct. Okay, so not at this time. Yeah. So you, unless you, you're offering, unless you're offering a scholarship right now, <laughs> I am not in a position to do that at the moment. But I will use gotcha. my chancellor skills. Maybe we could <laughs> figure something out down the line. But you know, uh, um, but the bottom line is, uh, what a great gig. You know, sometimes I know uh, as the father of an eighteen, almost nineteen year old getting off to go to college, sometimes it's not just uh, finding a paid gig. Uh, to do something, but sometimes you have to kind of work your way into what you're really interested in. Um, and what a great chance to get to know your church body as well as uh, KFUO and learn all the different types of skills that you might need to, uh, you know, and it looks great on a resume. Every college student is carried, cares about that, right? Right. What's on the resume? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so, no, what a, what a great job. And uh, anyways, uh, thank you, uh, Andy Bates, for all that you do, thank you to KFUO for uh, uh, suffering yours truly to put on this radio program. It is a true joy to, to be able to be a part of the KFUO family and the partnership that we have between the Office of National Mission and KFUO and all of our sponsors um, out there. Um, thank you for what you do and for the opportunity to be with us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Marcus. You're doing a great job. Uh, and uh, thanks so much for supporting our college students. Well, that's all we have time for here in the Student Union. Many thanks to Andy Bates. Remember, folks, college students, college is tough. You need Jesus, we'll help.